Hey, and Faith and Doubt listeners, Nijay here. As you may know, I'm a professor at Northern Seminary. Our mission is to equip leaders to engage the world with the beautiful and powerful gospel of Jesus Christ. My own seminary education enabled me not only to read the Bible better, but helped me to grasp the depth and breadth of the gospel, opened my eyes to God's work throughout history, and gave me vital lifelong friendships with fellow students and my professors. Here at Northern Seminary, we offer courses on all the major disciplines of theological education with a view towards ministry formation, but I'm especially excited about our emphasis on the transformative Word of God. We have an excellent live distance education system, so you can be a Northern student from nearly anywhere in the world. If you've ever considered advancing your theological and biblical education, seminary is a great option to explore. Feel free to reach out to me on social media messaging to inquire further. Also, I want to let you know about a special perk if you apply right now. We're offering a $50 Amazon gift card to everyone who applies and is accepted. Think about all the great books you can get with that. I might apply myself, JK. Do people still say JK? Anyway, if you're interested, contact me or go to seminary.edu backslash IFAD apply to schedule some time with our admissions team or start your application. Again, that's seminary.edu backslash I-F-A-D-A-P-P-L-Y. Thanks. All right, so Nijay uh, and AJ here. Uh, this is a short uh, podcast episode. And uh, for this episode, we're going to do something creative. I have a question in my mind I have not told you about. And you have a question in your mind you have not told me about. We're going to ask each other a question. One question, as juicy as possible. <laughs> Uh, and we have to respond without any forethought. And th- there's actually some thought given to this. I think scripts give us a lot more leeway to not be truthful. Sure. When we script stuff, uh, it's not always the stuff that's really coming out of our heart. It's Raw. what we, yeah, it's what we want to have someone say. Um, so the teleprompters have been turned off, as it were, <laughs> and I'm going to ask you one question, and you're going to ask me one, and we just get to talk about that question. Does that sound fair? Yeah, okay. let's do it. So we're calling this unscripted questions, and I'm going to give you one big juicy question, okay? Since your conversion to Christianity, mm-hmm. tell one the, tell the moment, if there was one, where you most regretted becoming a Christian. Where I most regretted becoming a Christian. Or a moment when you wanted to be done with it all. Sure. What happened? That's a good question. Um, all right. Well, I became a Christian when I was 16. Um, okay. I'll give two, I'll give two moments. Neither of them massive, but might be combined. Uh, they would, they would do that. So my mom, it, my parents are Hindu. Uh, I became a Christian through my brother. Um, I was in high school and, um, within about a year I was on fire for the Lord and I was going to church five times a week. I became a youth leader and all that. Um, I was having a lot of, uh, conflict with my parents over a variety of things. I was, I was a rebellious teenager and all of that as rebellious as an Indian can be. I let's put it that way. (laughs) And, uh, so, um, I remember I was um, having a lot of fights with my mom just because I was just being an idiot 
and not being very respectful to her. Sorry, mom. Uh, and I remember her asking me within about a year of becoming a Christian, she asked me, uh, do you, do you love, do you love Jesus more than me? Hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, if I answer honestly, it will break her heart. But I, I said, yes, I do. And, and just, I could see the moment when her heart broke. I mean, it was wow. crushing. I mean, in, in the Indian world, family is everything, and the parent-child relationship is, is absolute. Um, and so that was really, really hard. And I remember her, I can't remember the context, but I remember her asking me if I thought she was going to go to hell. And I had to, I had to answer the way I thought it was, you know, and it was really hard. And, and then she said something to the effect of, um, why does a priest who sits in a church go to, uh, all day go to heaven and Gandhi goes to hell or something like that? Wow. And I just did not have the words to answer her. I studied up on it, you know, and this and that. And I, it's still one of those challenging things that you really just can't give an answer to when confronted with those kinds of questions. So pleased to say since then, my mom is uh, mom and I have a great relationship uh, and um, she's very uh, loving and supportive of me. Um, a second time I'll say uh, where I've kind of had a crisis of faith was uh, when I lost, uh, I lost a job unexpectedly about, uh, you know, more than a decade ago. And it was one of those things where my life just fell apart. It just absolutely mm. fell apart for the next several years. And when you're in that much misery and darkness, it's, it's hard to go to church. It's hard to have faith in God. It's hard to be positive about anything. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was miserable. I was angry. I was listening to Lincoln Park all day. Uh, <laughs> I was serious about that. Um, it was horrible. It was horrific. And uh, my wife kept me going. Uh, my kids kept me going. But it was it was hard because I was teaching at a Christian institution mm. and things didn't go well. And I think whenever we have that experience of a Christian institution letting us down, how can that not destroy your faith? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I found my way back by God's grace. Um, and God has, has blessed me with various things which have um, helped me get through that. But in the thick of it, it was, it was ugly. It was yeah. bad. Yep. And I, 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 I'm learning now how much the emotional life is part of the spiritual life. Yep. You can't just bracket that. Yep. So, yeah. It's baked in. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. You're welcome. And maybe you'll be calling your counselor after we're done here. But No, 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 no. I'll just get revenge. I'll feel so much better. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm sitting here. All right. Looking back on your life, what is one major life choice you'd go back and change, and how would you change it? Hmm. When I was a pastor in Portland, um, when I pastored uh, at Theophilus, I um, I had started to gain some um, some notor- notoriety, some mm-hmm. some popularity, some I remember that. Of, a voice, and um, I was seduced mm-hmm. by the attention, 
And as a result, um, I started traveling more. I started going out more. I started writing way more. I started speaking way more. And I, um, I, I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it put me in a position of abandoning um, my primary responsibilities. I was in that season a really dumpy dad. Mm. I was in that season a subpar husband. Mm. Um, and I was not the pastor that I wish I could have been. And as a result of that, that was not the reason we stepped down, but it was a contributing factor that led to some other things in sure. our in our in our journey. And if I were to go back, I would I would have been a better pastor. Yeah. And a better dad and a better husband. Um, and I would have not traveled. I think that that to me is the the thing that I grieve the most. Um yeah, I was seduced and um, now I, I say that to say, in a lot of ways, again, to be vulnerable, I think um, preaching and pornography can be very similar problems mm-hmm. for people, for someone, because what pornography offers someone is it offers them a, a fake veneer of intimacy, Yeah, but it's not intimacy. It's faux intimacy. Yeah. Artificial. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it, and it's not a, you're not known and you don't know. And the same is true with uh, preaching because the the green room can be the same kind of thing yeah. where you get to be vulnerable and intimate on stage with a group of people, but you don't actually know them. No. And they don't know, they don't you. know you. Yeah. And it gives you an almost pornographic experience mm-hmm. of getting to be... Um, and for people like me who have big daddy issues, attention and st- stages are big deals. And very dangerous, big deals. I know it. Yeah. Um. So I, I repent of that, and I grieve it, and um, I've been able to own that with the people that I harmed and hurt. Mm. But I wish that I would have. I wish. I wish I would have read Eugene Peterson a lot sooner. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, and and you know, I joke about needing to go back and change it, but you you learn something massive from that experience. Yep. Yep. And no, 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 absolutely. I wouldn't change. It's ironic. I actually wouldn't change it yeah. because it made me who I am today. And had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be sitting here today with the joy of um, being freed from some of those idols. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, you just, I hate that it, it had to impact other people. I, I most particularly grieve what it did to my wife. And of course she, she was a single mom for a number of years. Hmm. And I grieve that. So let's both call our counselors when we're done here. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Luckily, we share the same spiritual director. And for anybody in the world that's looking for a spiritual director, um, you should get a hold of uh, the um, Soul Formation out here in Portland who has awesome spiritual directors. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, I'm grateful for that story and what it did to me. And thank you for sharing part of your story. And I'm glad to hear redemptions come about in a relationship with your mom. Yeah. Let's just not tell him about these things, though. Let's keep it between us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Deal. Yeah. Done. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.